The Reserve Bank thinks it's made pretty good decisions on monetary policy over the past five years, given the information it had to hand at the time. It says its support for banks and financial markets kept money flowing. But, it says in hindsight, some of its pandemic-related measures should have eased or ended earlier, including its government bond-buying programme, the funding for lenders programme, and raising interest rates early after the economy picked up. Former Reserve Bank economist Michael Riddell joins us. And Michael, do you agree with the bank's assessment of itself? Look, it's a self-assessment, and self-assessments are never going to be terribly harsh. Um, I I think the broad direction of many of their comments is roughly right. Um, But, you know, they've still pulled their punches, and there's some spin there as well. Um, And I don't think they've really offered us compelling insight on why it is that they got things so wrong. Um, I mean, it's evident to everybody that inflation's been high. So, you know, by definition, monetary policy should have been tightened earlier. Um, But the big question is, why? What about their systems? What about their people? What about their models? Lead us to this sort of outcome. And, you know, it's fair to acknowledge that uh, many other countries have made many similar mistakes, but the Reserve Bank is responsible for our New Zealand outcomes. Well, it says it's made good decisions with the information it had at the time. Is that fair? Uh, in some cases, yes. In some cases, no. Um, I mean, I think in the case of the large-scale asset purchase program, for example, that's cost the taxpayer $9.5 billion, uh, there was never a good basis for um, going with that intervention, at least beyond maybe the first couple of weeks in March 2020. Uh, they did no proper risk analysis, um, and they, they hadn't been prepared for events like those that overtook them there. In terms of easing monetary policy more generally in 2020, I don't think anybody doubts that with the information they had um, made sense at the time. But you can go to the minutes of the Reserve Bank board meetings, for example, from about August last year. And at that stage, they were saying, oh, look, we've got a year to wait to sort of see whether this is a problem or not. There just wasn't that sense of urgency uh, as things started to unfold, as the view that they and many of the rest of us had had in 2020 proved to be wrong. So that's why I say I think these are judgments at the margin. They could have been a bit harsher on themselves. I think a properly independent reviewer probably would have been. But, you know, it's an internal review. It's Adrian marking himself. Of course, they're going to be relatively gentle on themselves. Let's look at that funding for lenders program, which gave cheap money to banks. The Reserve Bank now says that house prices increased rapidly over the second half of 2020, with increased monetary stimulus likely to have played a key role. That's not surprising at all, is it? I mean, I think you've got to stand back a little bit and say when the COVID pandemic began, the conventional view among economists, and I think the Reserve Bank would have shared this, was that probably house prices were more likely to fall than to rise. So in the 08-09 recession, house prices in New Zealand fell by 15%. And so that will have been the backdrop to the sort of easing that they were undertaking. What took them by surprise uh, was the way in which house prices initially dipped and then took off. They were still running with inflation forecasts at the time that showed that general consumer price inflation was probably going to be about 1% two years out. So they were sort of torn. On the one hand, house prices were rising strongly. On the other hand, their main mandate, employment and inflation, still suggested that policy needed to be pretty easy. All their decisions, the Reserve Banks, affect people's lives. Are we living with the consequences now with this cost of living crisis? Oh, absolutely. Now, some of the cost of living crisis, so-called, is things that aren't in our control, you know, the rise in world oil prices and world food prices. Uh, But general inflation that results from an inadvertently overheated economy ultimately is the responsibility of the Reserve Bank. The Reserve Bank has been given a lot of power by Parliament to make those discretionary decisions. 
you know, that's a good structure to make them independent, they then need to be accountable. And, and central banks, not just here, but around the world, haven't done very well in the last 18 months. Thank you for your time. That's former Reserve Bank economist Michael Riddell.